Yes, sir. It's time for Mile High Magazine. Good to have you back this Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston. And joining us today for the first segment is Jonathan Dickerson, master trainer and host facilitator for the Center for Relationship Education with over 20 years of experience spanning into small business consulting, corporate executive sales, nonprofit training. Jonathan, it sounds like you've done it all. I've done a number of things. Been very blessed. It's a pleasure to be here, Murphy. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. We're going to talk a little bit about your background, but for those that don't know, and obviously this is why you're here today, tell us about the Center of Relationship Education. What is it? What's it all about? Sure. So the Center for Relationship Education is a local nonprofit here in the Denver metro area, based right in the DTC. It delivers relationship skills training. Uh, primarily do that through certifying individuals in a science-based, evidence-backed, healthy relationship curriculum. Right now, we have almost 15,000 uh, educators and uh, guidance counselors, as well as uh, trainers who have been certified in the curriculum in one of the iterations to serve in everywhere from middle schools and high schools, colleges, uh, prisons, uh, on military bases, in emergency responder capacities, and senior centers all over the world. My gosh, I mean, that covers, is there anything left you don't do? <laughs> well, the, the the fun thing about relationship training is everybody's in relationships. So there really isn't anybody for whom relationship skills training isn't valuable, isn't beneficial. It's really just finding a way to put that uh, that training in front of the right person so that they can put it in front of their people. Uh, that's one of our, our big pieces is we, we try not to be the people in front of the people. And by that, I mean, it's a lot easier if you are a teacher to be the teacher who passes along relationship training to your students, because they're your students. Right, they right. are like you, they know you, they trust you. For us to come in and, hey, you don't know who we are, but let's teach you some stuff. Uh, that's going to be less interesting, because those kids are going to I don't know. Yeah. It's the same with the military community. Uh, they they want to have somebody in front of them who they know understands the lifestyle that they live, uh, the work that they do. And so we facilitate, uh, certify uh, facilitators from those communities so that they know, okay, this person works uh, SWAT here in the Denver metro area. If they're certified in this curriculum talking about healthy relationship development skills, then I certainly can't claim that I don't need to understand these skills because they know the life that we lead and they understand it. Wow. So give us a, a rough idea. I'm sure there's hundreds of relationship ideas you handle, but give us a rough idea of what kind of relationships are we talking about? What's really interesting is that the science shows that uh, when it comes to having healthy relationships, the skills that you need are the absolute same if you're in a romantic relationship, if you're talking about family, if you're talking about friends or coworkers. Underneath all of that, everyone wants to do and wants to feel a number of things, and those things are the same. I want to feel appreciated. I want to feel valued and respected. I want to feel heard and understood, uh, and it's very difficult to do that if when conflict arises, not if, but when, we're doing it really poorly because in the middle of that conflict, I don't have the skills to navigate doing that in a healthy way. And yes, conflict can absolutely be managed in a healthy way. And as a result of not managing it in a healthy way, I'm actually causing more damage to the people in the relationship. Right. I'm, I'm causing more trauma and, and making it less likely that the relationship's going to survive and thrive. And now I've demonstrated to the people in that relationship, I'm not actually a, a safe person for you to disagree with. So the alternatives here are maybe you're going to start lying all the time because you just don't want to get into it. Uh, you're not going to be your authentic self. You're not going to let me be my authentic self. So let's just turn this into a surface level relationship. And, and so to be able to teach, again, even youth, seniors and everyone in between, 
here is how you communicate effectively so that people hear you and, and can validate what you said, not just in a um, this is this is true and I, I agree with everything you say, but simply from a perspective of uh, I understand what you are saying and you mean a lot to me. So even if we're not on the same page about this, that isn't going to negatively impact our relationship. It's teaching those skills with uh, activities. It's a lot easier to learn when you're having fun and doing things rather than everyone turn in, you know, page 42 in your right. book and let's read the slides together. Right? Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I've been there, Jonathan, doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all, we, we, we've, all been, we've all been to that training that was so boring. And when somebody said, well, what did you get out of it? You said, honestly, it was everything I had in me just to keep my eyes open. I don't remember anything. Uh, but the, the, the whole point is if you come and you learn because you're in doing activities that are, they're all evidence-backed, all science-based. We're really fortunate to have a lot of researchers in the space of healthy relationships that are here in town at the University of Denver. But they give us these tools. They give us these skills. They give us the support that gives us the knowledge and confidence that the activity we're doing teaches this lesson if they learn it properly, they will be able to have a healthier relationship than they were going to uh, before. And then you can take that, and it's obviously different how you apply it with your children than how you apply it with your parents or your in-laws, how you apply it with your partner, um, or how you apply it with the folks at the the office or uh, on the job. But the skills are the same, and that's what we teach. That's a big education there. Jonathan Dickerson's with us, master trainer, host facilitator for the Center of Relationship Education. And, Jonathan, I mentioned before, we started talking here about your background air force brat performed on broadway played professional football i mean how diverse is that buddy <laughs> i've been really fortunate and very thankful to have had a lot of doors opened up to me uh, a lot of those based on uh, just different places that i went for education uh, but yes uh, air force provides uh, so much uh, diversity of, of background which means i've been very very fortunate to kind of fit in kind of most places that i go but that's actually one of the things I talk about at the trainings is the military really equips you really well uh, for really? being able to kind of blend, blend in in any environment. I can fit in and find the, find the good and some great folks because I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So I want to have friends while I'm here, right? Uh, but, 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 but on the same level, because I don't know how long I'm going to be here, I, I never learned how do I be a good friend for the long haul? How do I be a sure. good you know, a date or boyfriend for the long haul? Well, everything was kind of six months since. All right, well, hey, we gave it a shot. Six months later, I, I got to go. Bye. Yeah, see ya. Uh, You're and, out. And, and so to, to be able to try uh, all those different things um, with, with, with everything from education and Broadway and improv and football, I was very, very thankful. I, I actually I feel like I use a lot of those skills to be able to connect with, with the folks at every one of the events that we have uh, where we're serving here in our community. Well, and, uh, you're right. You talk about three different directions, three diverse directions in your life. You learned a lot from a lot of different people in a lot of different ways, I'm sure. So <laughs> let's get back to what we're really talking about here. What is responding to relationships? What is that? What can people take from that? Oh, gosh. So uh, the, the Responding to Relationships, it, it, this is a federally funded program uh, that's offered by the Center for Relationship Education. It, it's a two-part series. It consists initially of a kickoff workshop. Uh, think of it sort of like a planned-for-you date night. Uh, it's got food trucks. It's got uh, excellent content talking about the stages of marriage. And it's got uh, some uh, related activity. Uh, it gives you a fun take-home and a fun experience while you're there. 
So three to you know four-ish weeks later, we have a weekend retreat. That weekend retreat is where we're going to provide um, a hotel. We're going to cover most of the meals. We're going to provide childcare, and we're going to provide excellent content delivered not just by me, one of the host facilitators, but also by the rest of our team. And, and again, one of the things that we find is just essential is the curriculum, the material, the activities have to be delivered by people who are from the community. So this, this whole uh, Responding to Relationships program is designed to serve a very specific community. This is anyone who is or was in the military and anyone who is or was serving as an mil- uh, emergency responder. And there's a lot of folks that get uh, that get encompassed in either of those two groups, right? We have a number of different branches of the military. We have reservists and guards members. And then on the emergency responder side, yes, we've got law enforcement officers and dispatchers and fire and EMTs. Right. But we also have so many, so many other folks that are actually a part of that responder community that don't always get, uh, you know, top billing, as it were, but that sure. are still facing trauma and still facing some real challenges to their relationships. And I, I, I shared this. If you have the federal government who's acknowledging, you know, I, I think we should do something about the health of the relationships in our military <laughs> and emergency responder communities. And not only are we in agreement that we need to do it, we actually put some budget behind it and rolled out funds. Please go and serve these folks, help them, because we want these populations specifically, the backbones of our community, we want them to be healthy. We want them to be strong. We want them to continue to be resilient. The, the healthier they are, the happier they are, the better all of uh, our community is. But really, because we put so much on these folks, they have all the same relationship challenges a regular civilian family and couple would have. But then they also have all of these other layers that just aren't being addressed. Uh, again, the, the military does an amazing job training True. people to do their job. The, the responder communities, each one of them does an amazing job training them. How do you get on this job, stay on this job, get everybody home safe from this job? But neither of them are doing an excellent job. Uh, in some cases, neither of them are doing anything to help make sure that the relationships that you have, which are the support system for every single uh, member of the community, or for, for every single member of their family, sure. w- without that support, they're coming on the job distracted. They're not feeling valued. They're feeling uh, that the work that they're doing is just eroding who they are as a person instead of allowing them to feel uh, fulfilled in the service that they provide. Uh, and Jonathan, maybe you could go a little further with this because somebody might be listening saying, well, why is that important? Why is something like this that the uh, Center for Relationship Education offers? Talk more about the value of that. You alluded to why it's needed, but talk further, maybe. Mm. Yeah, so the, the the individuals that are doing this incredibly challenging work, we, we see uh, that the, the data shows they are at higher risk than the average uh, civilian for a number of really less than optimal outcomes. Uh, and those can be everything from the dissolution of the relationship, that those can be uh, much higher incidences um, um, using alcohol or drugs to cope with high levels of stress and trauma that they experience on the job but that never have a healthy outlet through the job. Um, Even some of the ways that they provide um, things like uh, peer support are fantastic, where they're teaching folks to come alongside the other folks that are there, and that's that's excellent. Unfortunately, a lot of that shows up after a crisis. Uh It doesn't show up before the crisis, and it doesn't show up to prevent the crisis, which means that we're, we're waiting until the house is on fire and then calling somebody to please come put out the fire instead of pointing out, hey, um, 
I noticed you have a whole lot of dry firewood right up next <laughs> against the house, and your whole yard is dry kindling, and you got that electrical power station back there, and it's sparking. Maybe we should do something about any of those things now before we have a crisis. And so this is really designed to help make sure that they have the skills. This, this isn't to imply, you know, everybody's in the military and everybody's an emergency responder or veteran or retired from either of those professions is in crisis all the time. That's not what we're saying. There's so many folks doing an amazing job on the job and with their families. But what we're trying to do is just make sure that they are able to be even healthier, even more sane in the challenge of not having full control of your time and your schedule. Because who knows what what call you're going to go out on and what the, the next deployment's going to look like or right. how long you're going to be uh, on temporary uh, tour of duty in another place. So to provide them with a more stable home life, perfect give them uh, support to do everything in their life at a higher level with less stress and eliminates some of those barriers, uh, some of those, some of those uh, potential threats to their overall, uh, overall health and wellness. Well, why don't we share some more information here, Jonathan? Somebody listening to this saying, hey, you know what? This might be right for me. How do they get involved with what you're doing? What's the next step for them? Oh, gosh, we would love them to, to reach out. Um, and because it is a, a federal program, there's a couple of hoops we got to jump through. It's nothing big, but we do need to have a briefing with everybody first. It's real brief to connect with one of our community engagement managers. Uh, you can get more details about that at the website, myrelationshipcenter.org. And then there's a drop-down menu in the up, uh, upper right where you can see the uh, Responding to Relationships program details. Uh, toss in your email there and schedule a briefing. That briefing, the Community Engagement Manager, or CEM, as we refer to them, because both the military and the emergency responder professions love acronyms. Uh, so your CEM right. uh, hops on, answers all the questions that you have about what the program is, does do a little due diligence to confirm that you, you, you qualify. Um, sure. Again, we serve all military personnel from all branches. Um, there's no um, um, – oh, you were only in the military for a year? Great. We'll serve you. Uh, you, you. You made it through basic training, and then you, you, you got DD-214'd out? Great. We'll serve you. you. You retired after 30 years as a full bird? Great. Come on in. Um, veteran, whatever it is you got going on, and then on all of the military – excuse me, on all the emergency responder professions, we just make sure that you are, in fact, in that community or that you, you your partner is in that community. And once we have – you fill out a couple of surveys because the government loves their data, uh, then yeah. we can invite you to the next kickoff we have. Uh, you come to that kickoff. Again, there's, there's child care that's provided. We uh, provide uh, meals at the retreat. We provide a space for date night, and we provide a hotel uh, for the nights that you're staying at the at the retreat. Um, and we provide, uh, I think it's a total of 14 hours of training. It's fun. It's engaging. It's not boring. Well, it sure sounds like and it. you don't you don't have to talk. This is important for this, these communities. You don't have to talk to people. You can come, and you're there for your partner. You don't have to engage with other folks. You don't have to raise your hand and say, here's what's going on in our relationship. You don't have to even talk to the other people who are at your table because they also came for their relationship. They did not come here to make a bunch of friends. They came. Sure, I get that. I get that. They they want they wanted tools. Well, you got them, Jonathan. Great work, Jonathan Dickerson. Keep up what you're doing. Come back soon to Mile High Magazine. Thanks for coming on today. It was a great pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. Don't go away. Got another segment coming up here on Mile High Magazine.